Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Thursday. Yesterday, we saw Paul and his new companion, Silas, setting off into Macedonia, into modern-day Greece, where they met Lydia and they were staying at her house. Now, today, we're actually going to see kind of a fun, really cool way that God shows up. But before he shows up, things are going to look a little bit discouraging. Things are going to look a little bit hard and challenging. And you wonder, how are they going to get out of this? How can they possibly continue to do their work when this is happening? So let's see how this begins. We are in Acts chapter 16, verse 16, and I am reading from the ESV. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. Now a quick side note, notice the we. I know I mentioned this yesterday, but it is believed that now the author of Acts, who had previously written all in the third person, he did this, they did this. He has now joined them on their journey and he is actually part of their missionary group. So now the author Luke is likely spending time traveling with Paul and Silas. As we were going to the place of prayer, We were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. So a couple things we just learned here, right? That this woman who had this spirit of divination, she had this ability to do fortune telling. She actually had a demon inside her, an evil spirit. So she was following Paul around with the other Christians and she was saying, these are people who are coming in the name of the most high God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. Now, a woman with a demon is probably not the best person to be telling everyone who you are. I feel like that kind of wrecks your message a little bit. Like for example, if Joel Osteen If he said, oh, Audrey Groves' podcast is awesome, I'd be a little concerned. That's not the kind of publicity I want. He's all about prosperity gospel, stuff that is really sketchy. I would not want him, someone with sketchy interpretation of scripture, to be sending people to my podcast because we don't stand for the same things. That's just an example. And so Paul is greatly annoyed. I just picture him being so frustrated and who knows why he had to be greatly annoyed, why it took him this long. I don't know. But then he said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. 
But when her owners saw that their hope of gain, meaning their hope of profit from her fortune-telling, was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. So these owners are so upset that they cast out a demon from this slave girl, which in all reality is a good thing. But they're upset that they can't make money off her anymore. And so they go and they drag them before the magistrate. There were usually two in each region, I believe, in the Roman Empire. And they were just kind of in control, making sure everything went smoothly in that area. So the guy's in charge and they drag them over and they're saying they're disturbing our city. When all they did was cast out a demon out of this lady. I don't know. These men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. What customs those are, I'm not really sure. The crowd joined in attacking them and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. I mean, tearing their garments off of them, that's, that's a big thing. Now they've got exposed skin and flesh on their backs and he's ordering them to be beaten with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. So now it looks like a pretty bleak situation. They were following God's lead. They're preaching in this area of Greece. They are casting out a demon, which of course seems like a good thing to us. And now they are beaten. Their backs are exposed. I'm sure they were bleeding, bloody, bruised, and now thrown into the inner prison. It seems dark. It seems hard. I'm sure it was painful and upsetting for them. But tomorrow, we're going to see how God uses this bleak situation. His message is polarizing. Some people aren't going to like the word of God, the gospel of Jesus, the truth that we don't have to work hard, the truth that when you are being dishonest, living without integrity, that that's not okay. Some people are not going to like that truth. And sometimes we're going to get pushback. And we see today the pushback can be hard and it can be painful, but tomorrow we're going to see God show up in the midst of that. So tune in tomorrow morning and I will see you then. I'm so excited to invite you tonight to the first day of my free Exploring Christian Yoga workshop. If you want to talk about all things faith and yoga, if you want a free faith-filled class, you can sign up through the link in the description, hesitheart.com workshop to join me. We are starting tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern.